Hello, boys and girls. It's time for the Coffin Joe cast. The only show where pointing to your didgeridoo is not only encouraged, it's expected. So crack open another BB and throw some shrimp on the Barbie. Welcome to Australia. It's sexy time. G'day, and welcome to the Coffin Joe cast. I am Killer Wilbar. I'm Joel. And that's all it's going to be this week. We are <laughs> down our third co-host. Yeah, man down, man down. So It's it's funny that it's kind of become like a, well, some people it's like you, that it's a joke, but, you know, people have other lives and, and uh, they're doing us a favor to, to come on and hang out. So. Yeah, and uh, can't help being sick, you know. And uh, I, I give Mike credit for that because he said, look, I can come on, but... Uh, I'm just going to be coughing and sneezing and, and blowing noses, and you don't want that on your show. It's not going to sound that good. So, Yeah, it's like somebody doing their dishes or something. Mm, I mean, yeah. yeah, who would do that to us? <laughs> so, but, yeah, hope you get better soon, Mike. We'll get you on in a couple of weeks. So, And, yeah, we are. I tried to try to get our, our who we've got booked for two weeks on today, but unfortunately she couldn't make it. So, But I'm looking forward for two weeks' time when I get the triple. I get... A female on, an Australian on, and I get a family member on. So Whoa. yeah, in two weeks' time, I'm getting my cousin on, who I haven't seen in oh a long, long time. So looking forward to that. Her name's Samantha. We'll get her on in two weeks. We've got a book for. So that's going to be a good show. So you haven't seen her in a while. So, no, I haven't seen her in fifteen, twenty years. Wow, shit. No, yeah, probably that long. Yeah. Long, long really? time. Yeah, yeah. She well, she was living in Queensland for a long time. So, uh, yeah, and uh, just where the family setup is, you know, there was probably some issues going on at the time, and so yeah, I only recently become Facebook friends with her, like in the last year or so, maybe a year. Can't remember, but yeah. So I want to get her on because uh, she's done some stand-up comedy, and uh, yeah, sounds like she's a bit of a joker. So we'll we'll get her on, and uh, we'll have a good chat with her. But yeah, that's two weeks' time. So, huh. and, and as I was, well, I told her we start at twelve Australian time. But as I was discussing with you before the show, you go on daylight saving this weekend. So, oh yeah, my start time for the show goes to eleven o'clock until April the third, when we come off daylight savings, and then it's a ten a.m. start for me. No more sleeping in. Damn. <laughs> well, sleep in till about nine, and then try to wake up with it. <laughs> within that first hour and clear my throat and make sure my voice is sounding as deep as it can sound. And, uh, <laughs> so, yeah, just me and Joel today. Just a laid-back, easy show. Yeah, just chilling, aren't we, Joel? Oh, yeah. yeah. It's just been a quiet kind of day, so. Yeah, why not? Yeah. It's, a, it's actually been kind of nice it's been quiet to the point of just being able to kind of take a little time and relax that's surprising i'm not used to that so yeah you're not the sort of person that seems to relax you always seem to be doing something well i i've got this whole philosophy that i mean i've got there's not really a bucket list there's just like a whole lot of stuff that i want to do and there's never enough hours in the day and then you know you have real life stuff you know you got to do dishes and laundry and work and all that stuff so I try and squeeze as much into a day as possible while I'm still young before I'm, you know, unable to. 
but but it seemed like there wasn't always time to kind of sit down and it, it's all self-imposed i don't have to do some of the things i do but uh yeah it seems like i've had more time so it's been kind of nice to just have a little time here and there to put some music on and just kind of not do something <laughs> not this, yeah it's unusual yeah uh, plus with the creeper cast still being in limbo i haven't had a whole lot of motivation to write and so i've kind of slacked on that a little bit sorry unfortunately bye joe <laughs> bye yes i had to give Dora a kiss goodbye she's on the way to work she's official now she's been on the show yeah, she's been on the show now, and now she's trying to explain to do something, and then <laughs> she's... It's on inside out. Oh, I don't care. All right, this is the show. We're recording. You understand? Oh, me, me, me. Keep going. I'll shut my internet off. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Love you too. Bye. Man, I wish she could come on this show. That was fantastic. She's bitching at me because the sheet on the bed's on inside out. Oh. So. That's all right. It's still on the bed at least. Yeah, I know. Like, whoop-de-doo. I mean, do you make the bed on a daily basis? No. What? What, change the sheets on a daily basis or make it? like? No, just make it up so that when you go to bed, it's already made and it's not all just askew everywhere. Sort of. I only have the uh, the bottom sheet on. We don't have a top sheet. And we just have the uh, duna or duvet, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> I was like, what? Oh. Well, well yeah, I it, guess right now it's probably hot as balls there, so. Yeah, well, it is. And I, but I still need the duna on me. I'm one of these people who need to feel like something's on me, no matter how hot it is. I usually have a fan blowing in here anyway. But, yeah, um, yeah, they could duvets, but here in Australia we call them dunas. And that's a bit like the Kleenex thing. Instead of calling it a tissue, a tissue, you call it a Kleenex because it's a brand name. Right. So, yeah. So there was a brand of duvets called do- uh, Dunas. And that's why everyone calls it a Duna in Australia. So, Duna. Well, it's like somebody saying that, uh, you know, they, they want a, 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 a Tylenol. It's yeah. a name brand. It's not... Yeah. Yeah, well, that's the same, like... Whatever, Tylenol is. I'm drawing a blank all of a sudden. Yeah. Acetaminophen? Yeah. Well, that's like with, um... Like, you, you say you want a Nurofen, and you want ibuprofen. A what? Nurofen is a brand of ibuprofen down here. So, yeah. But it's like so many things out there, yeah. You just say the, the like, market lead brand as the product you want. So, Yeah. I don't know. It's a band aid. It's not a band aid. It's a. It's a plastic strip. It's an uh, adhesive. Adhesive. Right. Yeah. That's right. Everyone calls it band aids. But that's only because that was probably. That's the, a name brand. Yeah. So here. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> We're pretty screwed when we don't have a third, aren't we? <laughs> no, not usually. Usually there's something that, <clears throat> that comes up. And I, I was going to ask because we've finally started a hit and we, we were skyping out a minute that's why i was having trouble yeah, no. hearing, but um we've actually started to warm up here a little bit finally and when i say warm <laughs> i use that term loosely like it was in the 60s uh during the week a couple days yeah. yeah and hanging around the 50s for the most part but i mean that's 
a whole lot better. I mean, I've actually been able to, because I walk on my brakes at work, you know, because you're sitting down all day. Um, Lucky you. <laughs> mine is is a is only mentally exhausting, whereas yours is mentally and physically. Yeah. Um, so on breaks, you know, I'll go walk around the call center when it's warm out, or I'll walk in the inside of the call center when it's cold. And it was warm enough that I could go outside, you know, zip up my sweater and and do laps around the outside. And so it's been nice. But I, I kept thinking about it when I was out there. I'm like, it's probably like 112 in Australia right now. Yeah, but another warm week. Not not right up to that. That level it was the other week, but yeah, we're what would say probably in the nineties, in the Fahrenheit standard. Yeah, it's always been above about above thirty three, just about every day. Uh, and as I say, in the factory, it's it's a lot worse. There's no uh, circulation. It's just right. cement walls all around us, you know. And we have two roller doors at the front of the factory, which don't really get any circulation coming through them. So yeah. It, Hot and sweaty week, but I had um I had a half day Thursday. I had to take Donna. She had to go for a, a, an injection, a steroid injection in her leg. Uh, she's got some pain in her hip, and she's been waiting weeks to get this done because she couldn't get time off from work to go get it done the other week because no one would take a shift. So she oh, finally yeah. organised um, Thursday, and she had to go into. Uh, when they inject it, they've got to scan you, so they know exactly to pinpoint where they're going to inject. So right. had to take it to the, this super scan place on Thursday, so I organised to leave work at a, at 11, so half day, take her there, and, you know, just make sure, you know, one sort of to hold her hand, you know, just so she got support with her, you know, because she doesn't like needles, I don't like needles. And so, you know, so she gets injected, she's, like, hobbling when we leave, you know, then Friday morning, I'm at work and I get a phone call from her. She cannot get out of bed. Oh. I had to leave work at 8.30 on Friday morning. I felt bad because I took the half day off the day before. But, you know, we had a house inspection that day on Friday. So, you know, when you rent, they come and inspect the joint every now and then. So, Right. So she, her plan was to get up Friday morning, you know, make sure the house looks tidy and clean and, you know. And we, we hide the cats because we're not really allowed to have cats in here. But <laughs> and clean all that <laughs> up. But, so, yeah, thank God our next-door neighbour takes them in this unit block. You know, and the unit next door, Rodney, he's he's a good bloke. He loves the cats, and we, we just take them over there. So Donna couldn't get out of bed. Seriously could not get out of bed. She needed me to come home to help her out of bed. <laughs> and uh, and I had to, like, I had to do the cleaning and, you know, just prep the house so it looked, you know, respectable for the right. the inspection. I mean, they don't come in and look and see if you've got dirty dishes, but still, it looks better if you don't have dirty dishes in the sink or, you know what I mean? They only come to check if you haven't put holes in the wall or you haven't ripped down all the freaking, the blinds or, you know, that sort of thing. Right. That's all they do for an inspection, but but still, you want to make it look like you actually respect the house by, you know, oh, and all this. So, so yeah, uh I don't know if my boss was happy with me on Friday because I literally was bolting out the door and the boss showed up and I said to him, look, sorry, mate, I, I've got to go. I've got to go. Donna's can't get out of bed. I need to get home. And he goes, just go, go. So he's not the the funnest person to speak to first thing in the morning. I don't blame him <laughs> when you first get to work. So, right. yeah, so he's just gone, go, go, go. I'm like, well, I'm sorry, I've got to well, 
you know, family comes first sort of thing in, in a way, you know. So, and when I say family, well, which she's not family yet because she's not my wife yet, but that's coming soon. But yeah, so she's still I, family. Yeah, you know what I mean. But yeah, it's so <laughs> it was bad. So she she got better by the afternoon, and I said to her, "Let's go to the pool, and you go do some hydrotherapy in a sense. You know, hop in the pool, so it, it, it helps. You know, you just walk up and down inside water. It it makes you um, exercise with less impact." Because right. when I broke my hip, that's what I, I started doing. I used to go to the pool and do laps in the pool. So I could strengthen my muscles back up because I'd been laying in bed for so long with a broken hip and uh, try to uh, you know get some blood flow going through there because it'll help. So yeah, I, we took her, we, I took her to the pool on um, Friday afternoon. And of course it was sunny and hot all day. And uh, when we decided to go to the pool, it came over cloudy and rainy. And then we're at the pool, and it looked like it's going to be thunderstorms with lightning. So Donna's gone, I don't want to be here. Not with lightning in a pool. <laughs> when you're in a pool with lightning, uh, if it strikes the pool, we get zapped. So, yeah, she did some work. She's still hobbling. And so I just saw as she was in here, but yeah. So it was supposedly help, supposed to help a hip, but it seems like, uh, I don't know if it's it's taken, but yeah, so... Yeah, that was my pretty much my work week. Yeah, other than the normal shit, I, right. I'm, I'm not going to go into it again. Every week I'll complain about the same shit. So, <laughs> well, my, I, my, I... my friend Davey Richie. Oh boy, yeah, not Richie. He's done it um, again this week too. Don't worry. Did he cut off another finger? No, he's he just <sighs> he. <laughs> <laughs> that sigh. He. <laughs> Fucked up a box, didn't tell anyone. I had to go out with the boss to take this one back, which we brought back the week before because it wasn't sprayed right or there was something. They weren't happy, so we re-sprayed it. He's fixed it up, put the handles back on it. Me and the boss took it out. We get there as we we're putting it up in the rack and we could see in the light there was a scratch in it. So oh. we've had to bring it back again. That's two weeks in a row. So not good for customer relations, you know what I mean? So, and it wasted two and a half hours of my day when I could have been in there making the shit we need to be made. So, yeah. And Richie denies it was him because he always does. He never takes responsibility for his own fuck-ups, which I do. If I fuck up, I'll say, oh, shit, sorry, I fucked up. How can I fix it? You know? And he could have just mentioned something to someone and we wouldn't even waste our time going out. So, anyway, that's that right. story. We'll leave it there. All right, what were you going to say, Joel? <laughs> well, something we were talking about work and something came up at work this week that I... I don't know. I just was kind of wondering about how Australia handles it, and then also just to see what your what your thoughts were on it. Is it we we're talking about right now? We're in the period where you know they're calculating possible raises and if there's a bonus or anything, and and uh, that all kind of came down here the past couple of weeks. We started talking about that at work. Not that we're talking about what we make, but just kind of in general. And the the whole thing about retirement came up, and. I was wondering, I assume you guys have something there. It's a worldwide thing about the having a 401k, like putting money away for retirement outside of, like, Social Security, which I don't know if that's a thing over there or not. Yeah, but, it is. Yeah. 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 Um, so, I so I mean, are you yes. prepping for a retirement eventually? We, our employer 
has to pay a certain percentage of our um, our wage into a, a super super annual I can't even speak now superannuation fund. So once you start work, you have a forced superannuation. So you, I can't remember the percentage, but yes. So it's um, uh, whatever percentage goes in every week of your wage. That's part of your pay on top of what you get paid. Uh, you can decide to put more in if you want to or, you know, or start your own fund. But, yeah, we have um, that. And we do have a, a pension packet, you know, like when you hit 65, retirement age, you can get um, government funds to, you know, for the for the pension, but it's it's not much money. So yeah, we right. have we it's it's when I say force, well, it's by law. You know, everyone that works gets this superannuation fund. So, and you can decide which one you want. Because when it originally started, it was whatever the the company you work for put it in. That was that was it. But they changed the law, so you can actually decide. Now I want to go into this fund. So. As it stands now, I have two different ones, which I've got to work on and um, get the money from one to go into the one I'm in now, which is right. which is uh, what do they call a non-for-profit sort of fund. There's like there's ones where the banks run and you get charged fees. You know, you can imagine you know big financial companies running these things. They just want to make as much money, but there are um, certain funds that are just for the workers. It's it's Get what they call. I shouldn't know because the ads play on TV all the time. <laughs> right. So yeah, I'm in the Australian Retirement Fund, and uh, yeah, it's it's you know the ARS, ARF Australian Retirement Fund. Oh, Retirement Fund. I'm sorry. Yeah. I was so um that that's the one I had when I. It's funny. Had the last coffin factory, and uh, yeah, I've got a different one from the last job, and uh, I've got to find the paperwork and ring them up and. Or ring up my retirement fund now and say, "Can you?" Because they'll do the work for you. You just ring them up and say, "Here's the account details for this superannuation. I want it to come all into this one." And you know, because the more money in there, the more it builds, sort of thing. And and I I do have a choice. I can say, you know, take the riskier choice, go invest in you know these sort of shares, or or put it in like just do with a safe choice. You know, do like uh, the blue chip stocks, or you know what I mean, sort of like. I can make it riskier or less riskier with my my money, but right. So yeah, I can choose what the, what happens with my money, but I just can't touch that money till <laughs> I'm sixty five. Or it's kind of the same way here, I guess. Or but. in special special circumstances, let's say I have to go for a major operation, and I need that money now. I can apply for it and get doctors to sign off on some paperwork, and then. I can access my funds because let's say I, if I don't get this operation, I'm going to die, so I'm never going to get the money anyway. So we'll give you the money now so you can live to your 65, but then you've used your money. So, but yeah, it's interesting though that they have that. That's a worldwide thing the retirement age and having that sort of thing set up. Well, they're, they're talking about. It makes me wonder where it started, but. Yeah, they're trying to make the uh, retirement age uh, to 70 now. There was talk about it last year. I think it was last year. Here in Australia, they want to make the retirement age not 65 anymore, make it older because people live longer. So that's that's a plan they're thinking about doing. I'm like, shit, I'm, I'm 
don't know if I'm going to make 65. Don't push it back to 70. <laughs> I want to no, enjoy it. got to stay up the stairs. Yeah, well, that's hard when I, I live on the third floor of a, an apartment block. <laughs> well, I'm not joking. Every right. time I step on those stairs, it runs through my head. I was going down on this morning from the same old thought. One step at a time. <laughs> Easy. Well, that's, that's a good life lesson in general. Mm-hmm. But, well, you know, it, it, I had, um, when I first started working in corporate America, which <laughs> took a while for me, um, you know, I had a 401k. And then when the bottom of my life dropped out on a couple different occasions, I've had to cash them out in order to survive. And so now I finally got one that's accruing money again. But I. <laughs> 65, what, 24 years away, not that long in the grand scheme of things, and there's not no way I'm going to be able to get enough money in there to yeah. comfortably live, so it's like, it's kind of frightening, but at the same time, it's like, well, I mean, all I can do is try and put as much away as possible and hope for the best, but... but do, you, do you get a pension or some sort of government fund? Well, I mean, there's Social Security, which okay. is, like Social- I said, isn't a lot. Yeah. Um, and I mean, supposedly my job has a pension, although I, I haven't, it, most companies have gotten rid of them unless you're like, uh, what do you call them? Like civil servant kind of police officers, firefighters, whatever. But at least as far as I've heard, but supposedly we have it. I, I don't know if it really exists or not, but it, uh, I keep hoping that one of my kids will end up being wealthy and willing to let me live in, in their garage or something. Yeah, well, become a big sports star and earn, like, what, $300 million? Like, I, I think I'm past that age for me. Oh, wait, you're talking about the kids? Kids, yeah. <laughs> I don't think not. My kids are not athletically inclined, so unless them, they make it big. Should have told them golf. Golfers make a lot of money. Or tennis. Or forgers. Oh. They make a lot of money. I mean, golf is not... It, it is athletic a bit, but, you know, it's one of the easiest sports to earn a lot of money, I mean, unless, you know... Footballers, as I just heard, like, Peyton Manning just retired, and he earned $335 million over his career. Jesus. So, that was an NFL footballer. That's insane. But yeah, you look at the golfers, what they make, or the tennis players... Unbelievable. I mean, I know, like, wish I could have. I wish I got into baseball when I was a bit younger and become a better pitcher. Yeah. And because the baseball pitchers earn lots of money, you know. I think at one stage, you know, the the most uh, paid uh, athlete was a baseball pitcher. I can't remember who it was, but yeah. And all you got to do is stand on the mound and throw a ball. You know, you're not running, not doing anything. I mean, if you're in the league when you get a designated hitter, you don't have to bat. <laughs> Well, I think about what I could do with, <clears throat> to me, you know, just an extra hundred bucks, and then I see people that are earning that much on a yeah. hourly basis or whatever. It's yeah. kind of mind-bottling. Yeah, I know. So I get the shits how hard I work for what I earn. You look at these other people who just <laughs> seem to get money thrown at them for, you know, being able to uh, dance and sing. Or, you know? Having a giant ass. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm talking about, don't you? <laughs> we know who we're talking about. Um, well, to, to shift gears, because we're getting off into a weird area. Um, it is the Coffin Joe cast. That's why we go. 
<laughs> right, right before we started, we're like, do we have anything to talk about at all? No, let's see where this goes. Um, I did think of something else that happened this week that is something that makes sense for us to talk about because it seems to come up pretty regularly, especially in this day and age. But did you see the Civil War trailer, the new one? Oh, did I? Yes. Uh, you're going to talk about a certain character that shows up? Yeah, I think if people haven't seen it by now, I've, we're not going to call spoilers. Cause Whatever. It's, it's just a trailer. And right. it was already announced he was in the movie. Spider-Man. I was like, wait, Batman? What? No, I don't know. Uh, well, I don't know if you've seen it. I posted it on my Facebook page earlier today, but um, somebody mashed up the scene from Deadpool where he's like, he's going to do the superhero landing. He's going to do the superhero landing. And they intercut that with the Spider-Man bit. I didn't say it, but that's funny. Yeah. He's like, that's terrible on your knees but it was perfect the way it all fit together and it was kind of nice to see you know all the the different marvel universes kind of colliding in one 30 second spot but it, i'm it, telling you it's looking oh, go good ahead. i was gonna say that it, it's looking good i can't wait it, to see it i keep joking that it's the avengers movie that we've been waiting for <laughs> yeah except thor's not in it and the hulk as far as we know yeah but there was a meme out there like when all your friends get together and you're not invited, and it's just like a sad-looking Chris Hemsworth. Aww, I it, it's it was exciting. I mean, I literally got yeah, same um, here. chills on a couple different occasions. And when Rhodey gets shot down, and I, I keep hearing that there's going to be some sadness, which in in the Civil War there was at least one major character that died. So I don't know how they're going to handle that, but. And some of them have plot armor, as Josh would call it, from 14, because you know they have other movies coming out. <laughs> but somebody like Rhodey is an easy target, because, I mean, he was part of the West Coast event, was a pretty major character on and off, but I don't want him to go, because I, I love that. I love War Machine, but yeah. um, the, the, just the whole thing just looks amazing. Yeah, from what I've I've heard people speculate, um, he's not dead. That he just gets the um, what is it? The thing that controls the suit, the uh, reactor, arc reactor, whatever it is. That's all that happens. They get ripped. That get ripped out of the suit, and that's just speculation. But yeah. Well, they've started to have preliminary screenings, and I know that uh, um, some of the the. Initial responses have been, I mean, nothing but a positive and pretty amazing. And um, James Gunn, the guy that, the trauma graduate who was the man that brought us Guardians of the Galaxy and Super and Slither, he um, has just been going off about how Tom Holland as Spider-Man is the definitive Spider-Man, like Heath Ledger was to the Joker or... Um, you know, Robert Downey Jr. is to Iron Man. He's he's he is that character. So I'm I'm excited in seeing that one sequence when Iron Man calls him Underoos, and he. At first, I was like the costume kind of threw me, but then after he said his one line, I, I literally watched the trailer. I showed it to each of the kids, and then I watched it probably now maybe seven times, maybe. But which I don't normally do that. But uh, still not sold on the costume. But it just looks. I'm excited. Have you seen that meme from the day? Like it's from the Daily Bugle. Yeah. What is it? Some uh, 
the spider, you know, the evil Spider-Man, whatever it is, steals from a Vietnam vet or a, a war veteran? No, I have not seen oh, this. Geez, I'm, I've seen it about twenty times in my Facebook post, but in my Facebook feed, sorry. But yeah, that's a good meme. But yeah, I was, was going to say is yeah. Uh, last night on TV, they played uh, Man of Steel, followed by The Dark Knight. So, there. I, oh, think, I see what they did there. Yeah, and then advertised uh, Dark, the um, Superman versus Batman movie. So there was no Civil War one, but yeah. So because um, Superman v Batman comes out in two weeks, so yeah, yeah. They're ramping that up. Quick. But, yeah, I was watching um, Man of Steel and he was doing that classic, you know, fist to the ground thing. Right. And I, I did the line out of Deadpool <laughs> to Donna. <laughs> and she didn't get it because she hasn't seen it yet. She, she wants to watch it. And I said, look, wait, because the copy I've got is not the best copy. So yeah. I'd rather you watch it with, you know, proper, you know, proper obtained, you know, not a cam copy. You know, Which that'll be out soon enough. You know? Yeah, well, uh, well, Star Wars comes out soon on Blu-ray. Seventh mm. of April, yeah, it's hidden, uh, hidden Blu-ray. Um, yeah, because I watched the canned copy of that, and I need to watch that again because yeah, it wasn't the best. So I'll be obtaining that soon, but don't tell anyone. <laughs> <laughs> well, I keep hearing rumors about. I mean. Uh, the guy that played, oh man, I'm drawing a blank now on his name, that played J. Jonah Jameson in the original Spider-Man movies is going to be Commissioner Gordon. Yeah, I heard that too. Um, What's his name? Yeah, I've, I've got a blank on that one too. J.K. Simmons. Yeah. yeah. Or Simons, I'm not sure. Simons, Simmons. Yeah, he's he's playing, what is it again? The Commissioner Gordon. Com- Gordon in um, the... In the, whenever they do the standalone Batman movie. Oh, yeah. With uh, Affleck. Oh, Batfleck. You've heard the rumor about who they're considering for J. Jonah, or for, yeah, J. Jonah Jameson in the Spider-Man movie when they make the solo no, one? No, I haven't heard that one. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know why Hollywood always feels it necessary to either change genders or change races, or nationalities, which I'm all for being as diverse as possible. But when a character is that hardcore it's hard to make that change just on a personal level and it worked for nick fury i mean as much as i love the original nick fury i love samuel jackson's take on it and that is nick fury now there's two nick furies but they're talking about ice cube being J. jonah jameson wow and who knows maybe he'll be phenomenal if they go that route but just knowing him and his his the way he talks and his his uh, characterizations and everything, it's just, it's going to be a little bit of a hard sell and I'm not quite sure how it's going to work. Hmm. Yeah, well, let it play out, it's going to play out. Don't, don't make a decision yet. <laughs> like we always right. say. We always say on the show, you know, people always bitch about how it's going to be. We'll go back to the um, uh, Joker role when uh, Heath got it. You know, everyone's bitching about it, but look at it now. Everyone just praised that role. Exactly. Do you want to know how I got these cars? A lot of icy pops? <laughs> yeah, that too. Uh, yeah. Um, that, that, oh, man, there was another one that they were talking about that I just had in my brain that I was going to bring up, and now 
I'm drawing a blank all of a sudden to what it was. Son of a biscuit. <laughs> oh, the the Men in Black Twenty One oh, Jump Street crossover. Jump Street. Yeah. Mm. And it's not even going to be Will Smith and uh, Tommy Lee Jones. It's going to be other characters. So. Really? Yeah. But Josh Brolin and I don't know who. But yeah, it's not going to be Will Smith or Tommy. So, but that that come out about like, they found out about this when they had that Sony leak when people hacked Sony. You remember that when Sony got hacked and they got all the emails yeah. and all that shit and. So it was, it was mentioned then. I never heard about it then. But, yeah, it's come out this week that, yeah, they're going to try to do a 21 Jump Street crossover with that. Um, I don't know how that would work. I, I'm not keen for it. I mean, I like the the two last movies from, you know, the reboot of 21 Jump Street. But, yeah. Eh. again, It, it just seems like it's an odd choice, you know? Well, just don't judge till we see it. So. I mean, I, I saw the first one and I absolutely loved it. And I wasn't yeah. sure because I, I was a fan of the show, how it was going to play out. Yeah. But it was freaking, I mean, it was one of the funniest movies I saw that year, I yeah. think, if not the funniest. I enjoyed that one. And I loved how you got um, Johnny Depp in there as a, in the cameo role. and Yeah. And the second one, well, the second one was all right. 22 Jump Street. We're across the road. I haven't seen it. Haven't you? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. It's not as good as the first, but it, it's still good. And uh, they've pretty much put shit on themselves for doing a a, a sequel. And um, that's why they called it 22 Jump Street, and we're across the road from 21. <laughs> and, yeah, they they play with, the, you know, the sequel thing. and, and you know, But it was, it was worth watching. I mean, it's funny. But, yeah, 21, the first one, it, it was good, you know. I mean, I, 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 I'm not the kind of guy that, that laughs out loud a lot. I mean, when I'm podcasting, I mean, it's kind of hard to do the, the quiet laugh because nobody knows you're laughing uh, unless you're right up in the microphone. So, And plus, I, I generally legitimately find a lot of stuff funny when I'm doing shows. But like, if I'm watching a movie, I'll sit there and I'll, I'll love it and I'll enjoy it. I'll think it's funny, but I won't always laugh out loud. But that one, literally, I was, I was actually... L-O-L-E. Yeah, I had some big, pretty guttural laughs in, in, during the whole movie. I mean, it was it was that funny. So I, at some point, I need to watch the the sequel. And there, and the, I think the reason that came to mind was well, number one, because the crossover thing uh, became kind of an official announcement. But that Ice Cube was, you know, the at least in the original was the you know the chief, well, not the chief, at least the lieutenant or whatever of the yeah, twenty one Jump Street. Yeah. Yeah, well, you did a movie recently. What is that movie with um, Kevin Hart? Uh, Ride Along? Ride Along? Ride Along, too. Yeah. yeah. They were down in Australia doing the promo, you know, the promotional tour. And they're on a, um, one of these morning shows and uh, chatting away. And Kevin Hart's being Kevin Hart and all that. And they drag Kevin Hart over to the side and uh, pull out a snake and he shit himself. <laughs> I'm not going near it. Not gonna... Then Ice Cube put the. Um, he got the snake on his his neck, and he goes, "This is how you die, man. This is how you die on Australian this TV is... or something." Like that. Oh, it was man. piss funny. So, yeah, Kevin Hart's got a mouth on him. He just Ice Cube was just cool, cool, and just sitting there and you know not talking much. And Kevin Hart's gone, you know. But I like them both. They're they're pretty funny fellas. Funny fellas, yeah. Now I forget. 
what's what's the standard for Australian television? Can you show partial nudity, and is there swearing or no? Oh, there's swearing, yeah. Uh, there's uh, after nine o'clock, you can say the the c word. Really? Yeah, but you can't use it every five seconds. You can you're allowed a, a number of words, if you know what I mean. Right. But yeah, you can say fuck at a certain time. Uh, yeah, I mean the word shit gets used a lot. Uh, especially like uh, even on radio now, it's changed. Like the I listen to podcasts of radio shows, but they they say shit on it all the time, bullshit, and all that. But yeah, from I think it's from nine o'clock at night, maybe eight thirty at night. That's when you're allowed to go for your life in a way. So, oh yeah, and there's certain shows that um, on certain networks that just go for it. You can say fuck. You can say shit. Well, of course, shit, he's, that's an easy one. But yeah. So you can call somebody a cunt. Yeah, but I think you're allowed one cunt. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think it's like one. I you're allowed to say it once on in one show. And it's got to be in context, you know. What? I don't know. In context? like. Yeah, well, you can't say, I guess you can't say like, and point to a woman's like vagina and go, that's a cunt. <laughs> that's not a cunt. That's, that's a not cunt. a cunt. Now that's a cunt. Come to my country, but yeah, it's... <laughs> but yeah, we we're pretty lax, and yeah, and as you know, so like you, you made me say the word. I always say the same. Like, I don't say it ever, but I've said it more tonight than I've said in the past time, yeah. five ten years. Well, I say it a lot off the microphone, but I I come to a, a point on podcasting where I just don't like using the word because certain people don't like it. So, But we use it. I mean, I know one person uses it more than me, who I live with. <laughs> Charlie? Nah, yeah, Charlie. Mm-hmm. That's all you get from Charlie. <laughs> no, Donna. I swear, I, she says it more than me. But in context, you mean like if if you oh, if, if you f- turn to your bloke or your mate or whatever, and you're like, yeah, yeah, fucking cunt, you know? Or yeah, whatever, well, that's, that's okay. right. It's it's a uh, it's a term of endearment. Sometimes he's a fucking right. great cunt. Look at that cunt over there doing that. He's good, you know. Look at that silly cunt, you know. In that sense, but then you can use it like that guy's a fucking cunt, right? So you know, and I think that's the most time ty- most. Uses of the word, <laughs> that word, on this show. <laughs> well, yeah, it's it's one of those words. It's like fuck, you know. I love that um the thing where the guy does you know fuck can be used in so many word you know, ways you know. He's a fucking cunt. He's a fuck. Like, now you got me swearing. Jesus, <laughs> I feel like I'm well, at work. I mean it, that one's like an adjective. It's a noun. A noun. It's a, yeah. It's the, a verb. Yeah, that's what I was trying to get to. That. The guy that does it, you know, can be used as an adjective and a noun. So, uh, for fuck, fuck, fucking sake. Right. Well, there was a a play that I was in that uh, actually Mike from 14 directed. Um, uh, Did he direct it or is he co-star with me? Anyway, it was a a show called um, In This Picture. And I played a a director that was making a film, uh, a war film. And there's one scene in it, and this was in college, and it was like a one act in a, a small little theater. And there's one scene in it where he's the the character is like so frustrated with the whole thing that's going on. Everything's not working; it's just falling apart. And he says, "Fuck, fuck, and he fuck, fuck, fuck." And I mean, talk about a, a versatile word. I mean, 
that and it was fun to say you know on stage but i still say it sometimes well i like swearing like it's my second language in a sense like i work in a, a factory i've worked in factories all my life so it's not like i'm working in a, a call center on the phone to someone or in a, a, a shop or any where you've got to you know, make it make sure your language is you know civil. I'm in a factory, so if I I do something wrong and I ah oh, fuck or you know or hit my hand with a hammer ah oh, fuck. So it's it just comes uh, naturally to me to swear. Right. But well, I like to swear, but I don't. No, I I know where to not swear. I don't. Well, unless I'm really stressed out, sometimes it comes out without knowing it, but. The funniest part is um, never swearing in front of my mother was a, a thing for a long, long time. And now um, I give mum a call every Friday and I'm on the phone with her and she's got the age where she doesn't give a fuck and um, she actually drops the F-bomb every now and then and I'll be talking and I'll go, oh, fucking this happened. Oh, shit, sorry, mum. She goes, I don't care. I've heard you say that many a times. So I'm not worried. So on the phone with mum on Fridays, I'll, I'll just go, fucking... I won't say the C word, but, you know, I'll go, right. fuck this shit, and fucking that was annoying. And so, and it's funny how growing up I used to get, you know, smacked for saying the F word. Now I can talk to mum and just, you know, not worry if I drop the fucking F bomb. Well, I'm just See what saying, I did I there? I said the fucking F bomb. <laughs> I don't think that's how that works, but we'll go with it. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll never forget when I was living in Colorado and, um, my mom, my biological mom is, is a, a, I mean, I'm, I'm a chip off the old block as it were in a lot of ways. Um, I'm, I'm a lot like her and it's, it's funny. She's, she's one of those people that she loves to find new music too. She's not quite as to the point where I am where, you know, it's, it's a, it's a weekly or daily thing for her. It's, you know, she likes to come across stuff either in more traditional channels, you know, uh, the radio or friends or whatever. She's not like actively looking for it like me, but I'll never forget um, when CeeLo's song came out for, um, well, Forget You was the radio version, but Fuck You was the, the the album version. And, you know, he's a talented guy. So we're driving down to um, Costco to pick up some stuff and it left everybody else at home. And she's she always plays music and she plays it at loud volumes and it was a nice day out, so she had the windows down. So here's me with my mom driving to Costco, which is about a, I don't know, 10 minute drive from, from her house. And she's blasting CeeLo Green's fuck you. And she's singing along. <laughs> and I'm like, all of a sudden I'm thinking to myself, these are the kind of things that your parents tell you not to do. Don't have your windows down blaring loud music and don't have your windows down blaring loud, uh, uh, you know, offensive music. Here's my mom pulling into Costco, pulling into the parking spot. And it's like, fuck you, you know, she's singing along. She's got a wonderful voice. Um, and it's just, and I'm not being sarcastic. She actually does. And it was just, it was just like the, the weirdest moment that I, I've, I've ever, not ever experienced, but it was a, a very weird moment. Um, but you know, what's funny. You talked about call centers and as most people know, I work in a call center, although I'm not going to say who I work for. Um, it's funny because, you know, we can't swear on the phone for obvious reasons. And we don't generally swear because it's a corporate environment. So, you know, we don't have to dress up or anything, but we don't swear to each other too much. Sometimes our team will quietly to each other. Uh, but there's so many other people around that you really can't. What's interesting, though, is that when you're on the phone with people, 
when they get frustrated, if they're all out just pissed, they're going to let fly with whatever. But generally speaking, all of a sudden they'll be like, they'll let one slip and they're like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say that. And it's like, you're at home, you're calling me. It's not like you're being audited or listened to or you're going to get in trouble. But they do it anyway. And it's it's a weird kind of phenomenon that I, I hadn't really thought about much until you mentioned it, how that happens. And, uh, you know, it's... And sometimes they'll say, I know, I know what you're, you would want to say at this point, because they can tell you're frustrated by stuff or whatever. And you can kind of play along with that. But it's, it's a weird thing. And uh, it's, it had just happened to me this last week, actually, that somebody did something like that. But I don't know. Yeah. I love my job. I do. Yeah, well, I, we constantly get calls here. And they're um, outsourced calls. Because you can tell, because it takes about two seconds before the phone when you pick it up, you go, hello, and then you wait, and it clicks in, and it's someone with an Indian or a, a different sort of accent. Hello, my name's David. Yeah, no, it's not. Yeah, I'm not selling you anything. Yes, you are. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. And sometimes I play with them. Other times when I'm stressed out, like, you know, tired, sore from work. and So yeah, they get the word fuck... Told to him many a time. <laughs> so, anyway. Yeah, see, I, I could never do that. I could never do the cold calling thing. I couldn't be a salesman. I couldn't. I I went to a job interview when I was looking for a job at one point and realized it was a sales position when I got there. And I, I just wasn't going to play along because I had no, I mean, that's not me, you know. Uh, unless I believe in something, I'm not going to push it off on somebody yeah. else. No, we get them all the time. The worst part is because the um, the phone uh, account is in Donna's last name, so they all ring up and go, "Is that Mister?" Well, I won't say the name, right? For various reasons, you, you know her last Smith. name. Yeah, well, I go, "Nope." Is Mrs. here? Um, no, because she's not. All right, and I'm like, "You just got this number off a, a, a cold call list." Just saw the uh, the account name ring up and trying to sell me shit. And I'm like, no. Oh, sorry, I'm getting angry now just thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> and I know what's going to happen as soon as I get off doing this show. Go outside, the phone will freaking ring and someone will be on. The... But the, the other one, the latest ones I get is, we're not trying to sell you anything. Would you, try to, would you like to try free products? No. Because, yeah, I'll, I'll sign up for that, and next thing you'll just be sending me emails or ringing me up and trying to sell me more shit, you know. Oh, you can have a free product. So. Oh, and it's the worst when you call up for something else and then they put you on that list. Because yeah. I, when I was looking for a car, I was calling around all over the place trying to find a, the car that I ended up with. I was trying to find that same make and model but for a better price. Yeah. And one of the places I called, uh, they, you know, I talked to somebody and they didn't have anything. They wouldn't work with within my budget and... So I'm like, you know, thanks, but I think I'll go some, look for something else. Well, they started calling me every two weeks or so. They would call, oh, we're calling about this car that you're interested in, wondering if you're still interested. It's like eventually I had to leave them a, send them an email and call them back and say, look, it's bordering on harassment at this point, and you need to stop. And they haven't called since then, but it's like I was just asking about this, and since you didn't have it, I told you I was going to go somewhere else. So. That to me is 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 a way to lose a potential customer. Exactly. Yeah, 
Harassing people is not the way to get the best, uh, you know, best customers. You know? Yeah. And it's also not the way to get what you want. Just note to the listener, whoever you may be, if you want something from a company and you call, yelling, screaming, using foul language, harassment, or intimidation does not work. I will tell you that up front. Because although people will be polite and kind and, and do their best to try and help you, if you are polite and kind and are legitimately honest with them about your situation, they're going to go a lot farther for you than those of you who are being complete dicks. Yeah, well, that's, and, that's the way I do it. If I've got to ring up with something, you know, I'm always, you know, even though I'm frustrated with a problem and you understand the person on the other end of the line is not, doesn't own that company or run that company, they're just your point of contact, you know. Treat that person with respect and say, look, here's my problem. Can you help me? You know, so. Well, and some companies have started to take a hard line with stuff because the when I used to work for the cell phone company, I, I worked in retention and I was on the side that tried to to save mem try to save people from leaving the company. And I had like an eighty four percent save rate where I could keep people with the company, and you know I learned a lot of stuff from that. But anymore, that same company when I've tried to call and use those same tactics, thinking that they were holding to those same standards. Anymore, it's like you hit that brick wall. No matter how high up you go, they're not going to budge. And they won't do the same things that they did before. They won't give you that free phone or they won't you know, change your plan or they won't even knock anything off your bill. And it doesn't matter how nice you are or who you talk to. It's like, I don't know. I don't know if it's the economy or whatever, but it works with some companies still. But I don't know. It's, it's a weird world out there. So. It certainly is. We don't have any voicemails. Nope. We don't have any emails, right? Nope. No emails, no voicemails. No one loves us. But if someone no would like to email us, it's easy. Coffinjocast at gmail.com. Or you could call this number. It's 661-434-5956. 661-434-KWJO. Yeah. And if you'd like to be a co-host, as you found out last week with Jeremiah, who was an amazing co-host or Dennis that was on recently or uh, Samantha that'll be on in a couple of weeks. It's an open forum and you are all welcome to participate. We know a couple of our listeners don't want to, and that's cool. If you want to only email, that's fine. Yes, but Tommy, I wasn't going to call him out, but okay. Yeah. Tommy, I'll call him out. <laughs> but if, if other people want to participate and all you need is a phone and a Skype, that's it. You don't even have to have a, mic, have a mic or a computer. As long as you've got Skype and a way to call in on Skype, yeah. that's all you need. And you've heard the show. We, we're not, you know, not nasty people. We, we get you on and have some fun. Have a nice chat. You know? Me and Joel are good people. You know? We enjoy our friends, which I'm guessing most of the people listening are friends of ours. <laughs> Already, right. Unless you are not one of our Facebook friends and you're listening randomly, well, let us know through those yeah. things. And as we say, you have a voice recording app on your phone. You can record something on there and uh, send us that voice recording through our email. So, yeah, come on. We're not, we're not scary people. We like okay. to have fun. Yep. So we just like chatting it's with people. It's about that time. Yeah, oh, I know it's sorry. that time. That's why I opened up the... Uh, the little thing that runs my little sound things. So it's that time, Joe. 
Wait, what's that you say? What time is it? Is it really that time again? That's right. Hide your dingoes and watch out for drop bears. It is time for R is for random. So angry. That angry cunt. Um, I can't believe I'm saying that word so much. I'm going to feel bad about this in the morning. I'm going to wake up and be like, why did I say that? Uh, anyway, so uh, thank you, Maybelina, for the uh, questions as usual. Uh, the lovely Maybelina. So this week, first question. Do you like surprises? Yes and no. <laughs> that was a big pause. I do and I don't. I go back to my uh, uh, birthday last year when Donna surprised me when I went to Outback Steakhouse. So I've come home on my birthday. She didn't tell me she was taking the day off work. I walk in. I start mumbling myself like I do. And then she jumps out of the fucking room and goes, Ah, oh, you're bitching about me not getting you a present. I'm not a big present person. Like, if you're going to buy me something, tell me about it and we'll work out what I want. So she does that to me. We've talked about this story on the show anyway. but uh, Right. And then uh, I said, oh, it would be nice if you invited my parents. She goes, ah, oh, I couldn't do that. And what happened? We get to Outback. I'm standing there outside having a smoke and there's my parents. That was the biggest surprise. So, yeah, they're good and the bad. So, I'm torn because that was one of the biggest surprises I ever got. So, yeah, I so do, I do like that them. Case. I do like them because it's they can be good. But yeah, no, I'm I'm the sort of person who like to know what's going on. So, anyway, which is the same mindset I have. I like to know what's what's going to happen, and I usually think about seven steps ahead in all possibilities. So I I get what you're saying, and I can say that I've had a couple of instances where I liked the surprise. My only problem is that I never know quite how to react. Mm-hmm. So if somebody surprises me, I I want to be because I am grateful for whatever effort they put into it, and I'm thankful that they thought of me and in, in enough to do that. But at the same time, I don't want to overdo it, and I don't want to underdo it, and I can never find that happy medium yeah. where I don't feel like I'm coming off in a bad way. That's, that's the same as me. It's like. You just don't know how to react to it. It's like, yeah, you appreciate that, but then you've just put me in a spot that I wasn't expecting. So, yeah. Anyway. It's like getting that gift that, that you absolutely are excited to get, but you don't want to be like, you don't want them to think you're being over the top and that you are being sarcastic. <laughs> it's yeah. a fine line. Yeah, no. That's why I hate surprises. I just like to know what, what's going on constantly. The same with work. I'd rather know... Walking in that morning, I want to know what's going on. I don't need... I was supposed to be doing this. All of a sudden, I've got to do this. Oh, there was another... We're not going to talk about work again, but yeah, I had something happen this week (laughs) that I didn't know about that everyone else... Well, two other people knew about and I had to do. Involves that box that I had to go deliver. Anyway, next question, Joel. It's just change, yeah. Um, Second question and last question, and this kind of ties in with uh, my question earlier that we were talking about. Uh, do you have a routine for getting ready for bed? Yeah. I walk in here, put my ass on the fucking bed, lay my back down, put my pillow, put my head on the pillow and go to bed. <laughs> That's it? Pretty much. Well, I, I don't have a, a set time to go to bed. I go to bed when I'm at any time. So no routine other than just going in and brushing my teeth and 
going to bed. So you don't have like a like a anticipated time you'd like to get to bed or a certain amount of sleep no. that you want to get every night. Oh, there's always a certain amount of sleep I'd like to get, but you know, life doesn't work that way. Sometimes you've got to sit up and watch your football team uh, lose the most of the part of the game and then just win on the buzzer. And you wanted to get a bit early, but no, they were not winning till the end. Instead of them making sure they come out and won, or like had more points early in the game so I could go to bed, knowing they're going to win the game, no, we'll make you sit up all night till the end to win the game. Sorry, I'm bitching about my Bulldogs. That's exciting, though. That's yeah, part well, it's of the not, joy of not on Thursday nights. That was Thursday <laughs> night, like... Yeah, uh, as a night game, I'm like, yeah, I want to be in bed by now, but I thought I'll just watch a little bit of the football. You know, we should beat these guys easy. No, we're behind all game, and uh, we scored a try right on full time, and it tied up the scores, and the guy had to kick the goal to win. And I'm guessing this is not interesting to anybody but me. <laughs> but yes, out the guy who debuted kicked the goal. Go the Bulldogs. Yes. Oi. Huzzah. Yes. And I might be going to watch the Bulldogs this Friday night. We'll see. Nice. Against Parramatta. Fuck Parramatta. Even though I live in Parramatta. Yeah, but it's not. It's yeah, not no, no, no. country. Oh, well, Parramatta just beat the... Parramatta's not one of the best sides. And they just beat the, the Premiers from last year, last night, North Queensland. So, yeah, might be an interesting game. We'll see. I'll report That's back to you next show. Awesome. If, if I went to the, the game or I sat up and watched it Friday night. Either yeah. way, it'll be exciting. Anyway, go to the Bulldogs. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I'm trying to think. I mean, do I have a routine? I mean, it, I, I'm not quite sure exactly where she was going with that. But, mm. you know, the, the kids go to bed at a certain time roughly every night. And I, you know, my night kind of starts when they go to bed. And... I try to have a about six hours of sleep a night. It's my uh, ideal time frame to be not too tired, but not getting too much sleep and kind of walking that fine line. So I usually try and stay around there. But as far as routine goes, once it is bedtime, I mean, aside from getting the dog situated so that they're, you know, contained for the night, uh, it's like I said, brushing teeth, getting some, some pajamas and laying down and going to bed. I mean, it, there's probably more of a routine in the morning than there is at night, but... Yeah. Well, I have no routine. Like, I I get home from work, do what I need to do, I'll have a shower, and then I throw my boxer shorts on straight away after the shower. So I'm sitting in them all night, like all afternoon and night. So when I want to go to bed, I've already got my, you know, holding boxer shorts on or my bulldog's boxer shorts, whatever I feel like for that night. And, yeah, as soon as that uh, time comes, it's like, go to sleep. I do try to stay up, so Donna gets home about eight thirty at night sometimes. So make sure I stay up and speak to her, you know, get to see her. And the only routine is make sure I give Donna a kiss good night while she stays up later than me. And I hit the pillow and I'm out cold. <laughs> so. Well, I mean, I'm a very much creature of habit, and I'm a firm believer in in Bruce Lee's philosophy on, you know, never having any wasted movement. So, you know, everything you're doing should be calculated enough that you're getting the most uh, effect for the least effort. And, you know, so everything in my day is, is structured in such a way that it's a really tight 
time frame. So I have this time to this time to get things done so I can move on to the next thing. And so, I mean, as far as routine goes, bed's no different. You know, I, I have this much time to, it's not quite as structured as it is in the morning where if, if something throws it off, I'm completely in trouble. But yeah. usually that doesn't happen. It's because so. you're a Virgo. Virgos are yeah. like that. Yeah, I'm the same. I'm a Virgo too. Yeah. It's got to be structured, but you you can allow like little little things to throw you off a little and you can work with it. Yeah. I do like structure, but then I've, I've learned to not have structure because and not get up. No. Still have the structure, but not get upset if the structure doesn't work. You work with... Right. You know, so. Well, I've learned, especially with my job, that change is constant. So if you don't don't prepare yourself and are willing to work within that that design, then you're never going to last. Yeah, well, I have that same problem. Like as I said to you, I I think I, I'm walking into work and I'm like, it's all I got to get done today. And all of a sudden, you walk in now. Now we've got this order. I've got to put this one on hold because we need to rush this one out. Or or you're going out with. Uh, the boss today, well, I never heard about this. Well, he told me on Monday, and he didn't tell you? No, he didn't. Thanks. Thanks for letting me know. Yeah, and have the dummy spit, which someone might have had. And the guy that told me was laughing his ass off inside his spray booth because he heard me go off my nut. Whoop, it wasn't <laughs> me. I didn't mean it was me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that's what happened on Wednesday. Yeah. I didn't know about it. He goes, hurry up, get this job done, because you're going out with uh, the boss. Okay, I didn't know about this. Well, hurry up, finish that, because you... And I had to chase him down to ask, what's going on? Where are you going here and there? Okay, I didn't know about it. And he, he walks in his booth, shuts the door, and I... I had a metal rule in my hand that I was using. I slammed it onto something and went, fuck this. <laughs> Yeah, the following day he goes, were you happy with your dummy spit? I said, yeah, I was actually. He goes, yeah, I was, I was sitting in the booth laughing at you. Yeah, fuck you, I knew you were. So, yeah. And that uh, is ours for random. Thank you, Maybellina. <laughs> Thanks, Maybellina. We always love your questions. They always, always brain scratches sometimes, aren't they? <laughs> they can be. Simplest questions create the, the most unique conversation. Yes, well, this is a very unique, unique show. So, All right, Joel, who's on next week? Uh, well, tentatively, my buddy Matt Massey will be back. He hasn't been on since episode 12. So one of my two best friends uh, from high school uh, up to now, and uh, he uh, was interested in coming back, so I figured it's time. Mm-hmm. Yep, that'll be interesting. We'll see what he's been up to since, what, 90 episodes? Right. <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah, all right. Cool. You know what to do now, don't you? Uh, yeah. Your shows? Uh, so, I do some other shows. Boy, yeah. Um, the Sunshine Happy Pants Hour, KPANTS, which is my uh, six-song musical mixtape. I... Was out last week. Uh, didn't get a chance to record, but this week I have. This week and next week ready to go, so I'm anxious to get started. 
so that should be uh, available through iTunes, Stitcher, TalkShoe, and other podcasting directories on Sunday. I also do a show called Fortigoing on 14 with Mike, Pat, and Josh, which you can find on fortigo14.com, iTunes, Stitcher, TalkShoe, Blueberry, and streaming Saturdays at noon on Geek Live Radio. This week was all about Deadpool, uh, starting with his roots in the 1991 New Mutants 98 through the film that uh, is still kicking down doors. So check that out. Uh, then uh, the Creeper Cast, which is, I don't know what's going on, but uh, they will be back at some point, but I write for them, and uh, we're just kind of trying to figure out what the next step is. So as soon as I know, you will know, but I will keep promoting it because I love it. So. Yeah, we love the boys over there at Creeper Cast. Old friends for a long while. All right, well, Bad Parenting Podcast. You hear me say it every week. You should be listening. I'm pretty sure most of our listeners do listen. Check out so. Justin and Jody over there. Good people, good friends of ours, good show. And make sure you check out the uh, No Hope for Humanity podcast with, <laughs> yeah, I always have trouble saying it, I know, um, with Harry Trucker, DJ and uh, Evan. They're a small podcast like us, but they do very funny shows, uh, they're playing cards against humanity, or they're just having a chat. So go and check those guys out. So, alrighty. And as you've heard, call us at six six one four three four five nine five six 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 one four three four KWJO. Coffin Joe Cast at Gmail dot com. Yeah, always forget to say that stuff. So we just rush that one in. Alrighty, Joel. We made it, buddy. Just us. We did it. We usually do. Yeah, I know we do. It just, just like it, hanging out. It just yeah, it is, but it's feels off, if you know what I mean. Like always got that third person there to send us in a direction somewhere, but we took our own direction today. Exactly. Anyway. So, so what are we going out on? Uh a Grinspoon song this week. Damn straight. So we will catch you next week. Hopefully with Matt if he doesn't pull out like all the alto goes do to us. Sorry. Yeah, stop pulling out. Put on a condom or something. Yeah, I know. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you soon. Or hear you soon. Whatever it is. Good night.
I'm a dirty, dirty boy.